Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up In Your Dream. This is Barry Miracle, your dream coach. And I was about to start a new series on the reality of the new creation, and I'm going to probably start that in, uh, next week, I believe. But I had I got interrupted by a word from the Lord, and I felt that this was very important that I get this out to our listeners. And God told me that May is the month of miracles so you need to keep track of all the miracles that happen, the things that you've been looking looking forward, the things that you've been hoping for, and you could not uh, uh, see them come to pass. This There is a special endowment of God's grace for this month of May, and you need to keep track of all the miracles that are happening in your life, and you need to have a spirit of expectation and open up your eyes to see, your ears to hear, and your mind to perceive the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So I want to I want to get into it a little bit more and I want to talk to you about the manifest power of God. I want to hit I want to hit four points today. I preached on this on Sunday. Uh, as I was releasing that that prophetic word, and I also really and and I want to encourage you go on to Desert Stream Christian Fellowships uh YouTube channel and look for the manifest power of God. Um, episode and uh, or you can go on my Facebook page Barry Miracle and you can watch the full you, you can click on there and it'll take you to my uh, YouTube channel and you can watch the full message uh, and I give several prophetic words on there uh, and uh, just some re really really powerful moments and it's worth really uh, going there and, and taking a look and and receiving the power of of the prophetic words that I released there. But I want I want to I want to share with you why we can expect the Lord to come and perform miracles in this month. Uh, I've been preaching about the spring of this year for a long time right now to get ready for the increase of the power of God. And he told me right after, he said, right in April, he says, May will be the month of miracles. Can you get that into your spirit? Can you receive that into your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotion? Can you receive that into the fibers of your being? That this is a moment of uh, predestined by God that we would be able to receive the miraculous for the things that we've been believing for and not seeing the manifestation. There is a special grace upon the church and upon the world to see signs, wonders, and miracles. May is a month of miracles. Come on, somebody say, I receive that right now. So I want to I want to lead you through why we are going to see uh, a many miracles, signs, wonders, and the power of God demonstrated. There are four points that I want to bring out today. The first one is the importance of the power of God. Number two, how the church was birthed in power and is the signature of God. Three, why we can expect the power of God to be manifested. And four, how do we manifest the power of God? Amen. 
And I want to I want to start off today with a, a scripture in 1 Corinthians 2 verses 4 and 5 and it says my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words but with a demonstration of the spirit's power so that your faith might not rest on men's wisdom but on God's power. And I'm going to come back to that Uh, scripture in just a minute, but I want to read two other scriptures before I begin to enunciate uh, and and give historic uh, references to that scripture. So Acts chapter 4 verse 33 says, and with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. With great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And then Romans 15, 19. Are you ready? Come on. Uh, saints of the most high God. Saints and ain'ts. Can you listen to me today? Romans 15, 19 says, In mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about Elycrium, I have fully, somebody say fully, preached the gospel of Christ in mighty signs and wonders by the power of the spirit of God I fully preach the gospel there's a there's a fully preaching of the gospel that happens when you demonstrate signs wonders and the power of the holy spirit if you are not demonstrating power of the holy spirit you are not preaching the full gospel. I don't care if that hurts you or offends you. That's the word of God. Stop just bringing words only. We need word and we need the demonstration of the power of God flowing through our lives and into the lives of humanity. They need hope. They don't need just smoke and mirrors. They need actual healings, signs, wonders, and miracles. Did I mention to you that this month is the month of May, and the month of May is the month of miracles? Get ready to receive the miraculous in this wonderful month of May. So I want to go back to 1 Corinthians 2, verse 4 and 5 says, My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. My message and my preaching. This is Paul the Apostle. This is the man that sat at the feet of Gamaliel. He's the one that knew the... the, the uh, word of God, the the uh, the law of God. He he operated in all sixteen hundred and thirteen different laws of Judaism that they had to keep to be a good Pharisee. And the Bible says that Paul, who was Saul, was the Pharisee of Pharisees. He kept all the laws. He did all the command, and he was a zealot, and he was so powerful in the belief of the word of God. But yet, this man who is so intelligent that he wrote almost two-thirds of the New Testament, he says, my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words. He did not come there. Yes, he spoke words, but his words held power. But he demonstrated, there has to be demonstration of God's power. This is why we have faith. We just don't have faith in 
something that people said, yes, we have to have that because I was born again because of the incorruptible seed of the word of God, which lives and abides forever. But it was somebody that preached it with power and conviction and with signs and wonders and healings following. How did the the disciples, this is the importance, number one, the importance of the power of God. Acts 4.33 says, and with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. How did they give witness? It wasn't a testimony service like and just telling them their experiences. They demonstrated the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ by the power they display. Resurrection power was given to all those that would be born from above, and that's you and me. Jesus did signs and wonders and miracles and healings and outstanding things on the earth. And then he said, I need to go to the Father. If I go to the Father, the Comforter will come. And if the Comforter will come, greater things will you do than I did in my name. I'm going to tell you. We're going to do the greater things. This is a season of signs, wonders, and miracles. And to fully preach the gospel you got to display power, according to Romans 15, 19. I want to share with you and break down Acts chapter 1 and show you how the church of the Lord Jesus Christ was birthed. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to, I'm going to cut to the quick and I'm going to tell you it was birthed in power. And we need to still, what it was birthed in, you need to operate in. Can you hear the word of the Lord? So what if you're not operating? You can't operate. You need to know that the spirit of the living God, the creator of the universe lives on the inside of you. The greater one than anything that you're facing is on the inside of you, but he's knocking at the door of your being saying, will you let me out of your life? Will you let me come into all your circumstances? I'm housed, I'm trapped on the inside of you. Let me out and let me display power to all the people in your spheres of influence. There are answers for people waiting, trapped on the inside of you because you refuse to release and operate in the power of God. It's time to take risk. It's time to step out. It's time to deliver the goods of the true gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ in power and demonstration. Can I get an amen somewhere out there? Hallelujah. So turn to Acts chapter one, if you can. If you're driving down the road, please do not open up your Bible. Please do not be reading the word of God while you're driving. Pull over if you get too excited and you have to, you have to pull out your Bible and check this for your own self. But I turn to Acts chapter one, if you can, or listen along. And I'm going to read the, I'm going to read Acts one through one through eight. And, and, and it starts with this. The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach. What Jesus began to do and then teach. There must be a demonstration of the Spirit's power. There must be signs, wonders, and healings and and provision provided out of impossibilities. This is what Jesus did. The Bible didn't say he taught about it and he said, and then let's go try it. No, no, he just performed the miracles, the signs, the wonders, and the healings, and then our Savior taught about it. So what Jesus began to do and to teach. It's time to do some things and then, then you have something to talk about. 
Verse 2 says, until the day in which he was taken up after he, uh, through the Holy Spirit, had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen. Verse 3, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during the 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Jesus is about to ascend and sit down and send forth the Holy Spirit 10 days later. This is the 40th day, and then he's going to go, he's going to ascend and sit down, sprinkle his blood, sit down and send forth the Holy Spirit in 10 days, the day of Pentecost, the 50th day. This is about to happen, and he's about to share the most important things, the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. He is sharing this day. You need to know that this is one of the most important scriptures in the Bible because Jesus is about to leave his disciples. It's the 40th day, and he's talking to them about the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Verse 4, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem. Do not leave the city of peace. Do not leave the city of peace or the place of peace. He says, don't leave Jerusalem until you're endued with power, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which you heard from me that he spoke about in Luke chapter 24, verse 49. Don't leave your place of peace until you're endued with power. Don't leave that place that God called for you in, 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 the, in that, that place that he that you meet with him. Don't leave your secret place. Don't leave your home. Don't leave that, that, that woods that you go and pray. Don't leave that until you're endued with power. There, when you can sit in peace, you can produce power. Come on now. Verse five says, for, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. The Greek word for baptized, for John truly baptized, the word baptized is from is the Greek bapto that comes from the root word bapto, which means to drown, submerge, or envelop. And if you could see me uh, putting this $100 bill into this envelope right now, and the the hundred dollar bill just got enveloped or got baptized in the envelope. You can't see the hundred dollar bill, but whatever the hundred dollar, whatever the envelope is doing, the hundred dollar bill is doing as well. And this is what happened when you got baptized into the Lord Jesus Christ. You got baptized into his death, into his burial, into his resurrection, and into his ascension, and into his resting, and into his righteousness. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You've been enveloped in Christ. And everything that Christ did, you did in Jesus' mighty name. Oh my God, I won't go any further into that. Verse six, therefore, when they had come together, they asked him saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the father has put in his own authority. It's not for you, verse seven of Acts chapter one, it says, it's not for you to know the times. That's the chronos, which means the tickety talk of the clock or the span of time. And you don't also, don't be worried about 
Don't be concerned about it. It's not for you to know that even the seasons, which is the Kairos moments, meaning the special happenings that happen within the Kronos or the set times within time itself, which the father has put in his own authority. So what, what he's saying, he's saying, he, he's saying to you, Stop knowing more about the Antichrist. Stop looking for what, what the, this war means and that war means. And, and, and not that you need to be stupid or un, un, uninformed, but don't let that be your focus. Your focus says in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. That word but is on the contrary. Stop looking to know the season or the times that we are in, but look on the contrary. This is what you need to be concerned about more than anything else, that you begin to receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. How do I get the power of the Holy Spirit manifesting in my life? Acts chapter one, verse eight, it says, but you shall receive. That, That word receive is the Greek word lambano. Lambano meaning means to take or lay hold of. By, by being in the right place at the right time, you are in a position to receive and can now take or lay hold of this amazing power. Lambano, when it says receive, it, it's not an inactive word. Lambano is actually an aggressive word that takes or lays hold of something. And that something is the Holy Spirit, the power, the dynamis, the dynamite, explosive power of God. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, or you can read it this way, when the Holy Spirit comes up and on you, the Bible says in Psalms chapter 24, 7, lift up your head, O ye gates, that's your, your mouth, and be lifted up your everlasting doors, that's your spirit, and then the King of glory shall come in. Out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. You need to know the living waters of power, of life want to come out of you and begin to bring answers and solutions to everybody within your spheres of influence and metron of ministry. It's time for the power of God to be displayed, presented, and brought forth as an answer to humanity so that they can have faith in God again. Be an answer to your community in Jesus' mighty, mighty name. It says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come up and on you, upon you, and you will be witnesses to me. Acts chapter 4, 33 says, and with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all. How did they give witness? You're going to be witnesses by displaying. How are you going to be a witness to God? By displaying the power of God so that they don't have just, they don't have faith in just what you're telling them. Yeah, they'll have faith in what you tell them, but they'll, they'll have so much more faith and they'll, they'll be able to cut through all the red tape when you grow out of the limb or when you see cancer disappear. Come on. Or, or when you see the deaf hear, when, when you see the lame walk, when you begin to cast out devils and heal the sick and raise the dead. They're going to listen to you. Amen. So uh, I think this is point two. No, point three, I think. Hang on a second. Let me make sure. Why can we expect his power to be manifested in our lives? Because of 
the great sin, because of the great opposition. Wherever there is great sin, wherever there's great opposition to the dream and purposes of God, wherever these things are happening, you need to know that the greater grace of God is about to be poured out. There's a demand uh, of, of heaven being made because of the actions of the enemy and because of the saints of the Most High God that are making a demand by faith. And God is about to manifest greater than he ever has before. And you can find this in scripture reference to this is why can God's power be manifested in our lives now? Romans 5.20. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. So what is God's grace? God's grace is God's enabling power. According to 2 Corinthians 9 eight. yes, God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace so that you will have more than enough of everything, every moment and in every way, he will make you overflow with abundance in every good Thing you do. God is about to grace us with his power, with the Spirit's power like never before because of the last two and a half years where we have been under control and containment and viruses and diseases and all the, all the things and the power grabs and all the things that have been happening against the church and the, the, the pastors being imprisoned and our rights being challenged and all these things. And you know what that's producing? Power! Jesus went in to the desert, into the deserted place, into the wilderness, full of the spirit and through the testings and through all the things that he went through, he came out full of power. Problems per, uh, for a kingdom person, po- uh, problems produce power. You, why can we expect for God's power to be manifested? Because of the opposition of the enemy, his greater grace is coming. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on now. There's a greater grace that's been made available for us. So much power and authority is waiting for all of those that will believe, obey, and call in and lay hold of the power of God. We can allow cannot allow one disappointment, pain, problem, hurt, wound, lie, accusation to just hit us and get away with it. No, no, no. We must make and we must understand that all these problems have to produce a powerful payday. You need to call it in. You need to call in the seven times uh, uh, what the enemy has stolen from you. You need to... uh, point out the thief and said, the devil's been stealing my peace, my joy. My, he's been stealing my, my authority. He's been taking. And, and, and we now claim back seven times greater authority and peace and, and grace and mercy. We call forth the, the greater wealth and, and the greater freedoms. We call in seven times and, and ask the God of all of creation to send his angels to go get my stuff and seven times back as well in Jesus' mighty name. Woo! Woo! Hallelujah! 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 I have to get my hanky out here in a minute. Woo! So Luke chapter 4, verse 1 2 says, Then Jesus, being filled with the Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And those days he ate nothing, and, and afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. 
Luke 4, 13 and 14. Now, when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until a more opportune time. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. You need to know that Jesus went into the trial full of Holy Spirit. And he came out because he's full of Holy Spirit. He came out full of power. When you come out of the trial, you shall come out with more power manifesting in your life. What is everything you went through over the last two and a half years done? It produced power. Hallelujah. Uh, I don't have time to get into further to that. Let's go into Romans chapter 8, verse 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. I want to tell you today, the glory of God is increasing because of the evil of the day. For I consider the sufferings of this present time not to be worthy to be compared with the glory. What the glory, what is about to be produced in you in the weightiness of the power and glory of God is going to shadow and destroy the works of the evil one. Ah, 2 Corinthians 4, 17, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is not is working for us a far more exceeding eternal weight of glory. Come on, don't be cast down. Oh, oh my soul, don't. Why do you gaze down? Why do you still looking at your problem? You need to know that. Know that God puts you in situations to bring forth order and order is preceded by the glory of God. You know, you need to know that God slammed you into chaos because he knows what he puts you uh, on the inside of you that can come out of you. He's He's putting you in these situations for victory because you come from victory. It's time for you to arrive and shine according to Isaiah 60 verses 1 through 3 for your light has come arise shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you for behold the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people but the the Lord will arise over you and the Gentiles shall come to your light and the kings to your rising I want to tell you the glory of God is coming because of the evil of the day. Why can we expect God's glory to come? Because the enemy has tried to do everything he can do to stop you, to contain you, to control you, to delay the promises and dreams and deny you an opportunity. And I want to say, do not receive your words from the enemy. Receive these words that you're more than a conqueror and that you're rising and you call forth. You, the world needs to hear your voice as you call forth the power and the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, the resurrection power of God to come forth out of your life. Begin to lay hands on the sick and you shall see them recover. It's not because you do all the things right. It's because you take a step of faith. Lay hands on the sick and see them recover today in Jesus' mighty name. So then we have this. I think this is um, the number four of my four-point message today. My God, there is a sign and a wonder when I'm preaching four-point messages. (laughs) So number four is how do we manifest his power? Ephesians 3.20, how do we manifest it? 
Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. You need to know that the power of God is on the inside of you according to the power that works in us. Every believer is an anointed believer, anointed with the power of the Holy Spirit. It's called the anointing. And Isaiah 10, 27b says, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. That's the seed of life, the spirit of life. That's the life that's going into every one of your dark places, the yokes of slavery, the addictions and all that, and busting up these yokes of slavery and setting you completely free. The power of God is on the inside of you, but you gotta loose it. Colossians chapter 1, verse 26 and 27, the mystery which, which has been hidden from the ages, from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. To them, God willed to make known that uh, what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. You know that weightiness of the glory of God that wants to come out of you? It can come out of you because of the blood that was shed and the body that was sacrificed by Jesus Christ of Nazareth, creating accessibility of Holy Spirit and the glory of God to come in and recreate you and you become a brand new creation, that you were born of man and then you were born from above. My God, if you're born from above, you need to act above it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. The power of God works in you. Romans 14, 17, for the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And it's the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you. So the kingdom of God and the power of God and all the resources of God are on the inside of you waiting for you to manifest them in this realm. Luke 17, 21, nor will they say, See here or see there, for the kingdom of God is within you. 2 Timothy 1.14 says, That good thing which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells where? In us. 2 Corinthians 3.17 uh, um, through 18. I'm not going to get into all of it, but I'm just going to, what it talks about is unlike Moses, the kingdom of God is on the inside of us. Moses spent significant moments in the presence of the Lord because he spent copious amounts of time with the Lord. Uh, Moses got shocked by the glory of God. He got rubbed in and smeared on so that his face shone. But here's the deal, because Jesus did not yet die and pay the price for his body and blood of, of his body or and his blood, the glory could not remain. It was just mashocked on him. It was just, it was just uh, penetrated his from, from the outside in. But now because of the gracious gift of salvation through the blood and body sacrifice of Jesus, the price is paid and we now have the glory that remains because we have been become one with the spirit of the living God. We have become one with God. And now we can speak in the Holy Spirit. We can praise him. We can, you need to put faith. You need to put demand, uh, put a demand on the power of God by your faith. You are a Holy Ghost believer. You're anointed to believe these signs and wonders will follow them that believe. If you will lay hands on the sick and you say, I believe your word, Lord God, that you said in first Peter 2 24, that by the, the stripes that Jesus bore on his body, by, by his stripes we were healed. And you lay your hand on somebody and you say, be healed. They will be healed by faith. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to manifest the power of God. This is the month of miracles. May is the month of miracles, and it's time for you to receive the mir all the miracles that you did not receive in the last season, the things you've been hoping for. There are going to be suddenly as that happen out of nowhere, seemingly suddenly is out of nowhere, but keep your expectation up. Just keep looking around and start recording all the miracles that happen in the month of May to set you up for what God wants to do in the rest of this year. Look for them. Father God, I'm asking for an increase of faith. I'm asking even Lord God for those that can believe this to receive the gift of faith in this season. Say, I receive the gift of faith and I call in the greater power and the greater grace, the enabling power of God to come in on and begin to operate through my life and into my spheres of influence, healing the sick, raising the dead, cleansing the disease, casting out devils, all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Once again, this is Barry Miracle signing off for now, but remember my preaching and my message is not with wise and persuasive words, but my message was with a demonstration of the Spirit's power so that all of mankind's faith might not rest on human wisdom or experience or education. You're not going to out-educate the world, but you're going to outpower the enemy. And people will have faith in God's power as you step out. Everybody today can do this. Everybody that's listening to my voice, you can heal the sick, you can raise the dead, you can cleanse the disease, and you can cast out devils. This is the great commission of God, and tell them why you did it and why you could do it because of Jesus Christ. Amen. Bless you guys. Talk to you next week. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.